Hey everyone, it's Julie, the owner, I guess you'd say, of Hefzibah Talks A Lot. And I am going to do a random podcast right now. I have not been very active on the podcast front, and I apologize for that. I just don't think I'm very interesting, and so... I think of a topic and then I think, well, that doesn't matter. So today's topic is everything, pretty much. I'm going to talk about driving because I live in New Mexico. And if any of you have ever been to New Mexico or lived in New Mexico, you will be able to relate completely to what I'm about to say or what I'm going to talk about today. Um, I'm also going to talk about PMS. So guys, if there's any guys listening and you don't want to hear that, Once that segment starts, you can skip forward, or if it's the last segment, I'll say, well, this is what I'm going to wrap up with, and you can just stop listening. If you're really interested, you can listen. It's up to you. And then I may talk about music or some other random things. And as always, there will be a mix of Christianity involved, because Christianity means a lot to me. So let's just buckle in and get ready to go. And the reason I say buckle in is because I am driving as I'm recording. So I am buckled in. There you go. Well, let me start by talking about fitness, which I didn't even say I was going to talk about, but it popped into my head when I said, let's buckle in. Because if all of you know, when you start doing any kind of a workout um, video, they tend to be very pumped and excited and getting you pumped and excited. So I kind of felt like I was leading up to a uh, workout video right there. So... How many of you use physical fitness videos to help get yourself in shape? You can raise your hands, I'm not gonna see them, but I've started utilizing YouTube to get myself into shape. And I cannot go into detail as to why I am seeking to improve my physical agility at this point in my life, Um, and also including losing weight. I can tell you part of the reason is that I am going to try to go on a cruise or some for storm. Okay, that was supposed to be form or sort and it turned into that weird word. But some form of Disney themed vacation in November. So I'm kind of hoping to be a little bit lighter than I am right now and in much better shape by the time I go. So. That's part of it, but there's a much bigger part that I will talk about at some random juncture in the future. As of right now, the really big news that I have will not be announced until later on in life. Why? Because it is not finalized yet, and there are certain people that need to know before everybody else knows. So there you go. Um, Coming to a sudden stop because I'm on a highway exit and the light turned red. Okay, as I said, I'm driving. Physical fitness. So I've found some really good videos. One of them is Body Fit by Amy. And I don't know if any of you utilize her trainings, but they're great. She has some 10 minute ones that are perfect in a pinch. So what is your ideal workout time? For me, it's morning. I usually do walking during lunch, but I find that I like to use my lunch for other things. So, Once I get off of my walking kick and dedication, I find myself slumping at my desk during my lunch hour or 
running errands and not getting any exercise in. So in order to ensure that I was actually getting my exercise in this go round, I do it in the morning before I go to work. So that's working out really great for me. We all have our different optimal workout times. So I highly recommend you find one, work out, and let me know how you feel. I did not work out today because I did an overnight shift at a domestic violence shelter and that was after working my regular job, eight to five. And so by the time I got home this morning, I did not want to do anything. I had fully intended on working out before I even left uh, the city that I do my um, random shifts at the domestic violence shelter on occasion, but I did not end up taking advantage of that opportunity. I had actually thought I was gonna go out and jog, which was a bit ambitious for me, I'll admit, um, which is probably why it didn't happen. Well, that and the fact that I was tired, but there you go. So I hope all of you are doing your best in the realm of healthy eating and physical fitness. I don't believe that uh, weight should be a dictator of your self-worth. I do believe that if you are unhappy with your weight or your physical health, um, that you should take steps to make changes whenever possible. So that is it with fitness. If you have any suggestions for some workout videos for me to try, please feel free to share them and I will gladly check them out. All right, so physical fitness. So let's talk a little bit about driving since I am at this very juncture driving. I'm now on the highway to do my second overnight shift at the domestic violence shelter this weekend. And I'm existing on a total of three hours of sleep, two hours um, today after I got home, and an hour uh, last night before I headed out to work my other shift. So I'm a little tired. Now, how do I survive this? I drink half of a five hour energy which I did probably about eh, five minutes ago. So in probably about five to 10 minutes, I may not be talking this slowly. I'm just gonna warn you. I find those work very well. I only drink half because I have a caffeine sensitivity. We can talk about that at some point too. So driving. In New Mexico, there's a lot that happens. One of my favorite reference points to New Mexico was the reality show back when reality shows were getting their first big send-off. There was Cannonball Run, which came out in 2001. And it's very easy to remember that because it rhymes. And it was one of my favorites. I absolutely loved the show. I started watching it on a fluke randomly one day before um, watching the very beginning of it. So ultimately, I had no idea what was going on. But then thankfully they, they aired like a marathon of it. And at that point I was able to get a better feel for what was actually happening. So um, this aired on USA and it was just great. And basically the premise was they raced from New York to, I wanna say LA, uh, but I know they ended at a beach and I don't know enough about California. I'm sorry to know about that. So, um, they went to California, let me put it that way, from New York to California. And so what ultimately happened was 
which I didn't know because I started watching it when it was already a team of three. But what happened was they had a team of two. So if you knew someone you got along with great and you just knew the two of you would totally kick but racing across the country, you signed up. But what they did was found you a third person. And that third person was an exact opposite. For example, this there were two Playboy playmates that uh, actually got disqualified pretty early on, but they were, you know, all excited and they were placed with a seminary student. So that should give you kind of an idea of how contrary they made the pairings. It's really great. One of the other couples was um, a boyfriend and girlfriend and the third person was his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it's fun. So my two favorite teams was Hip Hop with Pop, which originally started out as Hip Hop because it was two black men that loved rap music and they put them with an older gentleman, military guy that hated rap, but they were an amazing team. They gelled together so well. My other favorite team was Alpha Gamma Gramma, and it was two white sorority college guys with this sweet elderly black woman. Just so awesome. And then of course the boyfriend and girlfriend one, they weren't my favorite, but they kind of grew on you. And so of course it was a boyfriend and girlfriend and their his ex-girlfriend and they were car called third wheel. And the rules of the road were that you could not touch the person, you could not touch the vehicle, you could not touch their belongings, but you could find ways to stall and delay them. So one of the things somebody did was they put a lock, a padlock on a gate, and uh, they had like a guy there that they knew that would unlock it for them and lock it after they left. So it was little things like that. So when they reached New Mexico, and that was the whole point, guys, of that whole drawn-out premise about a show that you can't even get on DVD or streaming. So <laughs> there you go. Um, the whole point was that when they reached New Mexico, they were insistent that someone had paid a person to basically get in the fast lane and pace the driver in the slow lane. Thus blocking the car in and preventing them from passing and moving on. And they insisted that another team had hired this driver. And my response, you're in New Mexico. How many of you have driven in New Mexico and had a car pace the car in the other lane so that you couldn't pass? That's a pretty common thing here. The other thing is that they go extremely slow in the fast lane and just stay in the fast lane. So a lot of times you have to pass in the slow lane, which we all know is extremely dangerous and is not how highway driving works. You also have the tailgaters, the ones that think the car length that you're leaving between yourself and the car ahead of you is for them, not for your safety and the safety of those around you. You have the non-blinkers and you have the constant blinkers. You have the ones that ride their brakes, so you never know when they're really braking. Yep. So this morning, driving back, the 45-minute drive I have to return home from my 
overnight shift. I came across a car in the slow in the fast lane that was actually pacing the car in the slow lane as I not going very fast over the speed limit. I only go five miles over the speed limit because other any other higher speed is just ridiculous and unsafe. So I caught up to this car fairly quickly because he was going about 70 in the fast lane. And so I caught up to this guy and he starts to slowly pass the car in the slow lane. So I thought, well, eventually I will get past this car. And then suddenly he's going like 95. So I'm sure you can all relate. And that's the end of the driving thing. I could go on forever about driving in New Mexico. If you want to send me your comments about driving in New Mexico, I will gladly take them and read them on the air. Of course, not when I'm driving because that is not safe, as we all know. I would do the podcast from the safety of a secure location where I am not driving. All right, so we've talked about fitness and we talked about driving. Let's talk about Starbucks. And I don't, I just picked up a Starbucks. How many of you like Starbucks? I happen to be a pretty big fan. So did you know that if you purchase, and I'm sure you do know, being the savvy kind of people you are, a gift card from Starbucks and registering it to your created Starbucks account, you can continuously, continuously load a Starbucks gift card until the point that you become a gold member. Gold membership at Starbucks is awesome. If you drink a lot of coffee, you better be a gold member or you are missing out. So gold members get things like happy hour. Um, One night we went and stopped for a coffee and they said, hey, guess what? It's buy a coffee, get a free one for gold members. So things like that, guys. It is great to be a gold member of Starbucks. So you also earn stars for a free drink, which is always fun. So then they also do promotions where if you visit a certain amount of times or you order certain kinds of drinks, that kind of thing, you end up um, earning points or stars, I'm sorry, a little faster. And then you can redeem that star for any, or those stars for any menu item. So if you wanna get a sandwich or you actually wanted to pick cover your coffee, that's great. The cool thing is the stars take, I think about two to three months to expire. Um, so you can always save them for when you have absolutely no money and you still want your coffee. So that's a really great thing trying to keep all my segments under five minutes so that will wrap up the Starbucks one because my driving one went a little long due to me explaining Cannonball Run 2001. All right we're going to talk about PMS and as far as I know this is not the last segment. So guys or girls if you want to skip this uh, you can fast forward about five minutes and we should be moving on to the next segment or wrapping up the show, whatever turns out to be the case. Uh, so here's the dealio. I was thinking about this the other day because I have, as I mentioned, I think a caffeine sensitivity. Yes, I did mention it because I talked about the five hour energy. Yay. I have a caffeine sensitivity. Essentially it gives me IBS too much information. I know, but there you go. Or, um, or and, and or, either way you want to say it, uh, anxiety, really, really bad. If you suffer with anxiety, look at your sugar intake and your caffeine intake, because I can pretty much guarantee one of those two or both are causing your anxiety. 
that's a quick fix for you right there. And there we go. Okay, sorry. Slow car, fast lane, once again. So here's the point. The one thing you would expect a um, pharmacy type store like Walgreens or CVS to keep stocked would be PMS medication. You would think that, right? Because, I mean, really, the one thing you don't want a woman not to have access to when she is emotionally crazy is PMS medicine. Okay, so, like, Walgreens does not sell, at least the Walgreens in my neighborhood, does not sell the PMS medication that does not have caffeine. Now, if none of you even think about this, it's a pretty big deal because it these PMS pills have 65 milligrams of caffeine approximately for every dose you take. So, not very healthy. Especially if you're taking that and going to Starbucks during the same wonderful part of your life. Which, since, oh, and eating chocolate. And we all know, ladies, that we do crave that chocolatey goodness that I'm in the month. Okay? So, not the best thing to run out of. So, I went to CVS because they happen to have two different kinds of PMS pills. And we're talking the generic CVS brand of pill. Um, and they were out of the non-caffeine one. I know. If I could play dramatic music right now, I would totally do it, but I can't because I'm driving. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, okay, that's the best I can do. So, I'm just gonna shout this out there. If you are a CVS or a Walgreens employee, I would highly, highly recommend you keep both types of PMS pills stocked because I'm going to tell you what, I will fully admit that I deal with the whole hormonal, I want to cry over every little thing or I am like extremely irritated during that time of my life and not being able to utilize pills specifically made to help with the body aches, pains, and cramps that we get on top of all the chaos within our lives at that point is not a good thing. Thankfully, I have been on a somewhat healthy diet, much healthier than I've been before, and I've also been exercising as you will recall from the first part of this show. And so I am doing relatively okay without what I needed. This would be called the TMI segment of the podcast. But ladies, I know you can fully relate. And gentlemen, if you are listening, please do not discount the way your mother, sister, daughter, significant other feels at this time of month because I'm going to tell you what, it is a nuisance and it is just an icky, uncomfortable, disgustingly annoying feeling to have to experience every stinking month of your life until you hit menopause when then it just pops up and surprises you randomly. can't even set it by the calendar like you can normally and then you have to take estrogen 
when your period stops. So yeah, we're basically screwed from the minute we hit puberty, so thank you very much. And that is the end of that segment, so that people that fast forwarded can safely start listening at 20 minutes in. Alright, so new segment, and I actually wrapped that up right at 20, which I'm quite proud of myself. Those of you that don't know me and are listening to this probably think I am extremely strange, and you would be right. Yeah. So, but who is not strange? I don't know. But those of you that do know me are like probably laughing right now and shaking your head and thinking, why am I listening to Julie ramble on and on when I know Julie and I can have her do that in person? I don't know. Probably because I am cool enough to create a podcast on Anchor and actually have people listen to it. I am not under any false impression that people are listening to my podcast. Okay. But this is practice because, as I mentioned at the start of my wonderful podcast, Hefzabah talks a lot. I talk a lot, but that wasn't what I was going to say. I just thought that was relevant. I have really big news that I will be announcing at some random juncture. I'd really like to announce it like, you know, tomorrow. But I have to wait till I notify certain people. One of those uh, sets of people is my pastor and his wife because that's kind of pivotal. And then the other person is more than likely going to be my brother because for me to not tell my brother this really big news and then post it on social media and my podcast would not be nice. I did record an entire drive back a few weeks ago from another overnight that I did at the shelter where I actually spilled the beans about this great news, but I did not send it out into cyberspace. So... That might show up later on. What I am looking forward to is once I do release the big news, I can totally utilize this podcast to document the journey, which I'm very excited about. I also hope to start up a YouTube channel, which I'm also very excited about. This was a suggestion from one of my coworkers at the Domestic Violence Shelter. So... That being said, I hope that you will all tune in for the big announcement. And I will probably label that podcast something quite simple as Big Announcement. But who knows? I may tuck it away under some obscure title that, you know, will make only the most special of listeners actually take the time to watch it. I'm sorry, listen to it. I want to encourage any of you out there that want to start a podcast or a blog or even a YouTube channel to just jump in and do it. As you can tell from this much random little segment of life, little snippet of me, if you will, I am not scripting any of this. In the future, I fully intend to script. Now, I'm not to say that I'm going to sit there and read something because that can be very bad for people like me. But I plan to have a destination and a map to get there. As you can tell, if I don't have a destination and a map, I ramble. It's a fun, fun thing for me, but not so much for you. I tend to find my brain goes places, and then I'm like, I had a subject, and I don't know what I was talking about. So if you are considering starting something like this, please, and you do start it, please let me know. Send me a message so that I can start following your podcast, blog, or YouTube channel. If you have one that's well-established, I am willing to follow that as well. Um, 
So you can let me know that too. But the point was, if you're planning on starting one, look at me. I am stumbling over words and I am rambling and you're still listening. So that should tell you that it's definitely something you should just leap in and start. You're going to want to make sure that you have enough topics and ability to continue them uh, so that you don't have dead spaces of silence there. What I really want is to rope people in to interview, and so I'm going to try to think of a way to do that in the near future. Maybe the next podcast will have a random discourse between me and someone else. The interesting thing I'm going to tell you right now, I normally don't talk like that. The word discourse... I'm surprised that even came out of my mouth. Writing. I write, I write big words all the time. I sound very well educated. I am extremely well educated. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I, I know that sounded very bragful. See, that wasn't even the right word. You're like, how could you be well educated? You just said bragful and like. Yeah. I do. I have a, ba- I have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know where that's coming from. That would be the rambling right there. I'm just saying I use big words on occasion when I'm talking, but I have to be very aware. I'm also talking a smidge slower, just a smidge, than I normally talk. And I'm doing that on purpose because I'm trying to work on slowing down my uh, speed of speech, the rate at which I talk, to make myself easier to understand, trying to enunciate a little better Uh, so sometimes I you may notice now especially that I pointed it out that some words are really cramped together and very fast and then other ones like the sentence I just did are a lot slower and pronounced this is me teaching myself to speak slower you're never too old to learn new things So I am working on that. And I believe if you want to learn how to do public speaking better, if you want to learn how to um, express your thoughts, ideas, and yourself better, a podcast is a great way to do it. So I do hope, as I said, to rope some of my acquaintances into a future podcast. I think that would be really great and a lot of fun. I have to think of a topic, and this topic will have to be engaging enough for the listeners and for the guest. So let's hope I can come up with something. I will say this, one of the greatest topics that I have yet to really embark on is music. And let's embark on that quickly right now. I love music, and I cannot sing very well at all. I can sing okay. I don't need a bucket to carry the tune, but the tune does not go very far. (laughs) I don't know how to say it better than that. And you're all probably like, that makes no sense at all. And you would be right. But here's the point. I love music. I think music is awesome. And so it is a very important part of my life. And I want to know what songs you like. So if you want to send me some songs, include the artist, please, because sometimes a song title is very similar or exactly the same as another, and I will be listening to it 
and I'll talk about it and it'll be a completely different song and you'll be like, that's not the song. So, just so you know. So, one of my favorite bands is Bon Jovi. I'm just going to get that out there. I also like, on the Christian side, I like Third Day, Petra, and Israel and New Breed. I also like Mendissa. Um, and then I like Natasha Bedingfield. She's one of my favorites. I also like Lisa Loeb. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the songs I really like. I have literally seen like five or six officers with their lights on pass me in the opposite direction along with a tow truck and possibly an ambulance. So um, I'm glad that um, they're going the other way and I sincerely hope that whoever's involved is okay. So yeah, music. Um, so what's really cool is my vehicle allows for me to store music like an mp3 so that's really fun so i have a lot of my natasha beddingfield and i have some michael buble josh groban oh my goodness his voice is like melted chocolate oh so awesome so who are your favorite bands what are your favorite songs i'd really like to discuss them i think that lyrics and music have significant effect and power in our lives and i also believe that you can take just about every secular song not everyone but i'm sure you could actually if you really applied yourself and tweak it slightly to make it have a very powerful message of redemption strength and love i believe that uh, the devil manipulates and makes dark music because he knows the power that exists in music used to worship jesus christ and so if he can make it dark and evil that's all the better for him. So we're at 30 minutes and I am just about to enter a city. So um, I'm probably going to wrap this up now. Uh, it might go to 35 minutes or it might end at 33 minutes. I'm trying to make it very rounded, uh, but then to ramble to like reach that rounded point I'm doing right now. And then I go past it. So no promises. So just to wrap up, we talked about fitness. We talked about driving. We talked about Starbucks, talked about PMS, talked about starting your own podcast, and we talked about music. Oh my goodness, that is quite a bit of talking. And I'm really hoping that people are actually listening. I am very excited that Anchor is sticking these podcasts everywhere. So that kind of helps me out because then I just have to do it here and then they kind of spread the word for me, which is sweet. So if you are wanting to start a podcast, I highly recommend you start one on Anchor. Follow me on Anchor and invite me to follow you on Anchor and I will do so. And then I will do my best to find time to listen and comment on your podcast. If I get too many, which I don't foresee because I am not the most popular person in the world then that would have to cut down significantly. But if you're one of the first few that join me, then I can become loyal for you. Not like I'm bribing you or anything, but it's just easier, right? Like the first five or six people is like, yeah, I can do that. And then when you have like 300 followers and, and then you have like, you know, 250 podcasts to listen to, it's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I really don't see that happening, but that's okay, right? 
So I just want to wish you all a wonderful day or night, wherever you happen to be. I also want to encourage you to reach out if you are in any way, shape, or form in need of any kind of support. Um, I did get my bachelor's degree in social work, and I am a Christian, so I always like to wrap up things with a, a, just a shout-out that you're not alone, even if you feel like you are. Nothing is completely hopeless, even if it feels like it is. And I know this is like a total uh, cliche, but it's always darkest before the storm, and storms come, and we need the rain. So the difference or the pivotal thing in your life is to learn how to dance in the rain, to actually enjoy the storm. And I know that sounds really bad because you're probably sitting there thinking you have no idea and I really don't have any idea what you're going through, but storms are going to come for us all and all of, it's all about how we approach it. The thing that God has really been speaking to me about as he's been maturing me in this season is how is my overreacting or my inappropriate reaction changing the circumstance and it isn't so if I get overly upset about something or I get extremely irritated about the actions of another person or I get overly angry and irate about things that aren't you know something that makes God angry for lack of a better expression how am I changing anything by reacting that way I kind of look at it now with the way that all these protests are going on. It's great that you're using your voice to speak. It's not about that. But instead of just standing out there with a sign saying what you hate, why don't you come up with a solution, right? Because if we want to make changes, we need to make changes in the law through legislature or the way that things are done because protesting is basically just taking a day out of your life to say that you're upset about something. So take, the, take some time to come up with a solution instead of just reacting, instead of just becoming angry or upset or depressed or anxious. Prayerfully seek an answer and God will give you one, I guarantee it. Uh, don't join up or join together with like-minded people that are just going to sit there and engage in your pity party with the full expectation to invite you to theirs the next week. Find people that are proactive, people that are going to call you out. I know that sounds so bad because Oprah tells you to surround yourself with people that take you higher, but you know what? You need people that sharpen you. The Bible says as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens the countenance of a friend. And if we don't have people in our lives calling us out of our mess, we're just going to stay in our mess. God bless you all. Have a great day.